Good morning. Welcome to Devori Darkens Live. This is a podcast that's dedicated to helping you <clears throat> get what you want out of life. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. Here's the bottom line. Every single day that we do this show, uh, it's just such a wonderful experience because of the feedback that we get. And one of the best ways that you can support this show is by making sure that you subscribed and that you like it. And that's how I know. And if you are getting something that has really touched you or improved your life, don't hesitate to send me a DM either or leave a comment. I love seeing those. But if you're new here <clears throat> and you're trying to figure out what this is all about and why you should keep listening, uh, this is about you getting what you want in your life. And that really comes down to, I believe, three major things. And I talk about it all the time. Number one is your purpose in life. There's a reason you've been put on this earth to do what you're supposed to be doing. The sooner you find out what that is, um, <clears throat> the better your life is going to be because it's going to become simple. Number two, uh, you've got to change that mindset. You know, you got to get yourself to a point where you start becoming the person you truly want to be. Uh, and number three, it's the actions. What are you exactly doing? What are you doing today to move towards what you want? So that's really the three categories here that we get into. Everything that, that I'm talking about is to help you do those three things at a high level. <clears throat> this is recorded. So yes, you can go back and watch this on YouTube or listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon podcast. I'm sorry, but for some reason, <clears throat> my throat this morning is crazy. So where do we start? Well, today, what do we talk about? We're talking about how do you overcome your past failures? I think this is going to be a show today that might make a huge impact on you and how you view yourself and how you view failure, because that's actually the issue here. Failure is not really the issue. It's how you see it is the issue. So we're going to get into that today, and my expectation by the end, this will help you develop the right perception about failure. The right perception about failure, because here's the deal. When you don't have the right perception about failure, failure will end up consuming you and stopping you from moving towards what you want. And obviously, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. You don't want that to happen to you. Right? That That's not why you're here, to allow your past failures to control your life. Uh, you, you don't want that. And so I'm going to show you what you should be doing to get past that. Now, is it true that we are all going to fail at something? Absolutely. In fact, that's the way nature works as well. If you think about it, uh, when we launch rockets into space, they fail their way to the destination, right? When you get on an airplane, it fails its way to the destination because <clears throat> they have a set goal, they have a flight plan, and turbulence or weather is going to knock them off that flight plan, and because of the autopilot system, it gets back on track. 
right? So it's failing its way to success. And that's how we got to start looking at failure. Failure is not a bad thing. It's just like fear is not really a bad thing. It's our lack of understanding that makes it a bad thing. When you don't understand how to deal with fear, when you don't understand how to deal uh, with failure, it becomes a bad thing because you don't know how to respond. That's the problem. So let me say it again. Failure is not the issue. It's your response to failure that's the issue. Your lack of understanding on how to respond when you fail is the issue. So we're going to clear that up today. We are going to clear that up today because here's the bottom line when it comes to failure. You could be a person who reacts to it or you could be a person who responds to it. Now, if you react, you're going to lose. If you respond, you will win. It's that simple. It's really that basic. If you choose to react to your failures in life, you will lose. If you choose to respond to your failures in life, you will win. Now, let's dive deep on what do I mean when I say react versus respond. It's very simple. When something doesn't work out because you didn't do what you were supposed to do, you can sit there and react by saying things like, see, I knew I wasn't good enough or I knew I couldn't do this. Here I go again. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. Life sucks. See, nothing's working out for me. I'm being punished. That's a person who's reacting and you're reacting because you're operating from a place of ignorance. You don't know any better on how to respond. So the, the logical thing to do is just to say whatever comes to your mind and believe it. Now, the person who responds, this is a person who says, well, wait, okay, I know this didn't work out for me, but what's the opportunity here? What did I learn? What's the lesson? What can I get from this? Okay, I know that didn't work out, but I'll try this. I'll keep moving forward. What can I do? See, that's a person who's responding. They're thinking for themselves. They're in control of them. When we react, we're out of control. When we respond, we're in control. So when failures happen in our life, how we choose to respond will truly influence what's going to happen after. It really will. And I really am of the belief, because this has happened to me, where we grow up, <clears throat> maybe you've grown up this way, where somebody didn't teach you how to deal with failure, and as a result, you become an adult, and failure has dominated your mind. It's dominated your life. It's dominated your emotions. And the moment that you start to understand what failure really is, the moment you can reach freedom and stop allowing it to control you. What is failure? Failure is a lesson and it's an opportunity. That's what failure is. Just like what is success? Success is a lesson and an opportunity. What I'm talking about right now is you shifting your perspective and understanding of what failure really is so you can get to where you want to go. So instead of you looking at failure as you are a failure, you are a mistake, you're not good enough, you look at it as like, okay, there's a lesson there. There's an opportunity there. There's something I can get from that that's going to help me move forward. What is that thing? Just like success. 
To understand failure means you understand success. If you don't understand failure, I don't think you really understand success because they're both the same thing. They really are. They serve the same purpose. The purpose of success and failure is what? For you to grow. For you to learn the lessons you need to learn to become more aware of how to get to where you want to go. It opens the opportunities. They're always there. Think about it. When we don't complete something because we failed at it, okay, there's a lesson. What can I learn from this that will make me better? What can you learn from that that will make you better? What's the opportunity for you there? Is there an opportunity for you to solve a problem that you didn't see previously? Is there an opportunity for you to tweak things in the plan that you had for yourself? Maybe the plan that you came up with, you thought this is going to do it and and maybe one of the steps in that plan caused your entire plan to fail. So then you're like, okay, the opportunity is for me to go back and tweak that and tweak that plan. See, here's the bottom line, guys. No one likes to see, and if we could go back to, I believe this is 19, actually, I don't want to misquote it. So let me let me look it up. I'm talking about the space shuttle disasters. I believe there was uh, two of them. So number one was the Challenger, which was in 1986. And number two would be the Columbia in 2003. Now, these are space shuttles, right? These are the shuttles that launched astronauts into space towards the International Space Station. And um, understand something. Before they ever put a human being inside of a space shuttle, it launched on its own. Okay, and there was failures in that, but because of the failure, it was telling the engineers and the scientists, oh, we need to actually tweak this. This isn't going to work. We got to do it this way. Now, if we fast forward to 1986, uh, when the Challenger exploded after launch, I think it was about 70 seconds after launch. What did they learn? They learned how big of an impact uh, the, um, and, and, and I want to make sure I don't get it, uh, incorrect. Cause I don't, I don't like misquoting anything. Uh, let me see here. Oh, there we go. That's what it was. It was, it was due to the impact of how it was due to how temperature can impact, uh, the O-rings on the shuttle. It, it had such an impact. It blew up in 70 seconds. Because of the temperature, because it was so cold the night previously, uh, is the way the story goes. And you guys can go read it, read up on it yourself. The bottom line is, what did what did NASA learn after that? They learned how they have to alter, and and the engineers have to design different O-rings to withstand the temperature, uh, the the low temperatures that the space shuttle will be exposed to before launch. Okay, like that's what they learned. Now. Unfortunately, it cost, um, you know, uh, I think it was uh, seven astronauts their life. But think about what they learned. And what they learned allowed them to have successful missions after that and to tweak and refine the space shuttle. 
the point is, is that it even got to a point where they learned that the space shuttle program is way too expensive and unnecessary, hence SpaceX. So SpaceX comes along and finds a way. They learn from the failures of the space shuttle program how to launch things into space for a fraction of the cost and reuse the rockets that they're using. See, the problem with the space shuttle is they were they couldn't reuse the only thing that was reusable was the space shuttle itself. What is my point? My point is, is that think of the program that America has called NASA. Think about the millions of dollars, billions that they've spent, and they had some catastrophic failures in the process. Did they allow the failures to shut down the entire program itself? No. They learned from it. And... Because of those failures, it, it spawned, if you think about it, these other companies. And one of them is SpaceX and how SpaceX has taken what NASA was doing and they have perfected it. Now, I'm giving you guys a, a, an example of that, but you could tell the same story about everything else in life. Now, you say, Devore, I know, I get it, but do you really? Because how are you responding to your failures? Are you allowing your failures to shut down your dreams? Are you allowing failure to stop you from doing what you know you want to do? And if you are, that means you don't understand. So yes, I got to talk about this. Yes, I got to bring it up. And we're going to keep talking about this as we get into the next year here because we've got to understand how to respond to failure in our life. The lack of understanding is what kills our dreams every single time. And here's the deal. I guarantee most people who are watching, nobody, including your parents, taught you how to deal with failure. So it's, you're not used to it. It's not common. It's not, it's not natural like the language that you speak. Now for some of us, we're lucky. In the, in the sense that our parents did teach us how to deal with failure. But for the, most, for the majority of people out there, that's not the case. That's why when we fail, when people fail, they quit. Because they've never learned how to respond to failure. And it's nobody's fault. Again, this, when I do this show, it's not to blame anybody or anybody's parents. They did the best they could with the information they had. But the reality is a lot of this... Nobody taught you. So to have this high expectation of yourself to know what to do, that's ignorant. So we've got to understand that failure is where there are lessons and opportunities. That's all it is. Failure does not make you a failure. Failure gives you opportunities and lessons that you can learn from so you can succeed. You see, that's why success and failure go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. You won't succeed unless you fail. You don't know what failure is unless you succeed it. You don't know what success is unless you failed. You can't have one without the other. Both are equally important. Both are equally important. And you can go through every single industry in the world including entertainment, including sports, every industry. And you'll always find stories on how they had to fail first 
in order to succeed, that the failures taught them what they needed to do differently for them to succeed. It's the way that it works. And yes, it's simple. Yes, you may be aware of that, but that's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is to help you understand so you can start doing it, so you can start responding this way. Now, understand this. You got to have an open mind open mind to uh, thinking this way. I, I can't force you to think this way and look at it from this point of view. You've got to look at it from this point of view on your own. You've got to say, hey, you know what? Moving forward, I'm not going to look at failure the same way anymore. I'm going to look at it differently. I'm going to look at it differently. That's a decision that you have to make. And when you do, you get past the failures from the past because now you understand them differently. My very first, uh, I would say, failure as a coach was when I did a, uh, I, I put on a seminar. Um, this is when I first started. I put on a seminar. I went out there, I ran ads for this seminar. Uh, I think we had about, I think it was about five people who had RSVP'd for this seminar. And uh, this seminar was not in the town that I was living in. It was in San, San Francisco. Anyways, it was a, it was a nice, beautiful place. Um, well, nobody showed up to the uh, seminar. Except me and my girlfriend at the time, which is my wife now. So I'm sitting there. I'm dressed up, ready to go. You know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this seminar and I'm going to do it in front of my girlfriend. And she's going to see how great I am and all this stuff. And uh, nobody showed up. Now, in some respects, I failed at putting on a successful seminar. But how I responded is why I'm still here today. The way I ended up responding to that experience was treating that seminar as if people were there. So the lesson I got to learn, the opportunity I got to, to, to have was, well, lesson one was, hey, you need to learn how to actually market a seminar. Because you don't know. Because if you knew, people would have showed up. And then the opportunity was, oh, well, I can at least practice. I can finally practice doing a seminar because I never really did. And because that was my response, I never quit. I, I'm still here today. I always will remember that experience because I think it really defined um, what I'm doing today. If, if, I didn't, I, if I had reacted and like felt sorry for myself and got negative about it, I don't, I don't think I'd be here today. So listen, we're going to have these points in time or these periods where you try to go out there and do something you've never done before and it doesn't work. That does not mean that it's not working. That means that you need to go back and retweak your plan. And you keep retweaking and you keep working the plan and you keep showing up and you keep moving forward no matter what. And ultimately, one day, the success is going to show up. But if you don't truly understand that emotionally, 
I say emotionally because when the failure hits, how do you respond then? See, I responded then with understanding. Emotionally, I was like, you know what? There's an opportunity here. Let's do it. And I was still optimistic. I was still enthusiastic. And I got into the spirit of it. And I responded to, even though nobody showed up to the seminar, I responded with this positive attitude. And so emotionally, I was good. And matter of fact, after the seminar, we had an amazing time in San Francisco. One of, one of our best memories as a, as a couple. I didn't allow the failure to control me. I took control of myself in that moment. That's what you got to do. You got to take control of you when failure strikes because it's going to happen. Why? Because what we're doing sometimes is we're working with faulty information. Meaning we're not operating with the right information because we didn't go get it. I didn't reach out to someone and say, hey, you're an expert at uh, marketing seminars. What should I do? I didn't do that. I just went out there and did it. Now, that's great. You, know, you should take action and take the risk, you know. But the lesson that I learned is, hey, I need to go get the specialized knowledge on how to market a seminar next time. Now, after that seminar, I had put on little mini seminars in person uh, that were successful. But it's because I learned, okay, um, locations, everything, uh, the platform that I used made an impact, how I communicated, what people were going to get you know, the timeline on building it up. I learned from all of that on how to do it better. So what's the point? The point is, is that you got to stop looking at failure as a bad thing. When you start to treat failure as a necessary positive thing, that means you are taking control of yourself. You are no longer allowing outside circumstances to control your thinking or your emotions. That's exactly what's taking place. That does not mean you're not acknowledging the reality. The reality was what? Nobody showed up to the seminar. Okay? The, it, the, marketing, the marketing was not good. That's the reality. Of course it is. But now that I know that, what am I going to do moving forward? And how can I make it better? What can I learn? What's the opportunity? Now I'm thinking positively. Now I'm in, in control of myself. That's what we're talking about here. And some of the failures that you go through, you are so judgmental about it. I mean, you act like you broke all, the law of all laws or something. You know, just because you failed at a particular relationship, just because you may have failed in college or you failed in your business, or maybe you failed last year in your relationship with your children, that doesn't mean you can't learn and take advantage of the opportunity that is there that will lead you on the path of success. The lack of understanding of that is what kills your dreams. You think because you fail, that's it. It's over. No, it's not. It's never over unless you want it to be. There, every single day is an opportunity for you to learn and get better. And you can't learn and get better if you never fail. How will you ever know what not to do? You wouldn't know what not to do if you didn't fail, right? Or make mistakes. And I know, I know some of you guys are like, Tabor, this is simple, man. I, I've heard this. I know. Yeah, I know you know. But are you doing it? 
that's the question. Are you doing this? Are you living this way? Is this the way that you think? Is this how you operate? Are you truly responding this way when failure hits? See, it's easy. And I got to call some people out here. I know some of you guys, you like to post the quotes that are inspiring. You like to retweet them. You like to put them up. You may be even a person who listens to what I have to say. And then you go create your own TikTok saying the same thing. You might be that person. But listen, I got to call you out. Are you a product of what you teach? Are you a product of what you say you believe in? Are you a product in the dreams that you have for yourself? Or are you, or are you defrauding yourself? See, it's easy to be positive. It's easy to uh, talk about it. It's easy to read about it. But to go live it is an entirely different conversation. And the point of what I teach here and what my expectation is of you, that when you listen to what I have to say, that this is not about you gaining more knowledge. This is about you doing. This is about you becoming. This is about you living that life. I remind people constantly all the time, knowledge is only potential power. It doesn't mean anything unless you organize it into a plan of action and you work that plan of action towards a clearly defined goal. So are you working this philosophy? Are you putting this into action? Or are you just gathering more information? That's really what it comes down to. It's really what it comes down to. And nobody can make you do that. That is something that you've got to make an irrevocable decision on. You've got to just say, you know what? No matter what, I'm going to apply this today. I'm going to make this change. I'm going to do it. And then you go do it. So some of you guys, you may be experiencing failure right now in this moment. How are you going to choose to respond? What's the lesson? What's the opportunity for you? Listen, I think it's better said this way. You can write on a sheet of paper. If you take out a sheet of paper and you and, and it's just it's just one little little visual here. If you draw a square and you want to make sure it's big enough so you can write inside of this box. Okay, so you're going to draw a box and it's going to be on the left side of the sheet and you want to make sure this box is big enough because you're going to write some words in it. And what I want you to write in this box, failures and mistakes. Failures and mistakes. Write that in that left box, okay? And then in the middle of the sheet, you're going to write big big letters. It's going to say VS, so versus right? VS is apostrophe for the word versus, right? And then on the right side, you're going to draw another big box, same size. So you can write something in it. And you're going to write the words lessons and opportunities. Lessons and opportunities. Now, what I want you to do once you have that all written out and it's visual for yourself, I want you to sit there and truly look at that and ask yourself, which box am I operating in? Am I operating in the box of failures and mistakes or am I operating in the box of lessons and opportunities? Which, which one am I focusing on? Which one am I giving my attention to? Because that's really what we're talking about today. There's this box of thinking that is based on your failures and mistakes. Then there's this box of thinking that's based on lessons and opportunities. It is your choice on which way of thinking you're going to get involved in. It's your choice. 
what are you choosing to do is the question. So I would, I would write that out as a careful reminder that the next time you make a mistake, the next, the next time you experience failure, you got to say, okay, well, that means I get to learn something here. What, what's the opportunity? Show me. What is it? And by the way, everybody, we know this is the way that it works. We know God's not going to give us anything we're not ready for. We know that these, these mistakes, these failures, they're only shaping us and, and helping us get on the path of where we need to go to fulfill our purpose in life. We know that. But you got to remind yourself of that. You have to. See, the universe works perfectly. There are natural laws that govern this universe, and they work with perfection. One of those laws, the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. Good, bad, up, down, left, right, failure, success. Always, there will always be an opposite to everything, and it's your choice, it's your power that you've been given where you get to decide, okay, which polarity am I going to focus on? Am I going to focus on the negative polarity or am I going to focus on the positive polarity? Reacting versus responding. That's what it is. Reacting is based on ignorance. That's a negative polarity. Responding is based on understanding. That's a positive polarity. So there's an opposite to everything. And the sooner you understand that law, the better off you're going to be in your responses to what's going on in your life. Because remember, I said in the beginning, the situations, that's not the problem. Your circumstances, that's not the problem. What's happening in your life right now, that's not the problem. The root cause of the problem is your response or reaction to what's going on in your life. That's the issue. That's the issue. You can't control what you can't control. you got to let that go. What you can control is yourself. In fact, that's where you're going to find the answer. The answer is in controlling yourself. That's the answer. That's the solution, controlling you. You are in control of you. And you got to claim that. you got to own that superpower that you have, your ability to be in control of yourself. All great leaders share this characteristic, self-control. you got to have self-control. You cannot allow failure to control you. You got to control it. And you control it by your ability to respond. And your ability to respond is always going to be influenced by your level of understanding, which is why we have the podcast. The podcast is here to help you raise your level of understanding of yourself so you can get the most out of yourself, so you can get what you want in life. Because whatever it is that you want, it starts inside first. That's where it starts. It starts with you understanding you. The more you understand you, the more you're going to be able to do. That's the way that it goes. And when we start to understand how to respond to failure, we truly start understanding ourselves better. We start understanding that, hey, you have the power to be in control of yourself. It's a choice that you get to make. That failure is not who you are. It's what you experience. And it's, it, and it's something that gives you lessons and opportunities so you can move forward towards what you want. That's what it is.
And that's what you got to understand. So don't allow failure to stop you. Allow it to empower you. Allow it to actually motivate you. You know, allow it to um, keep you moving forward. That's how you want to use it. That's that's what you want to do when it comes to failure. Absolutely. And, and I can't tell you how powerful this concept is. It literally changed your life. That's what happened to me. I've got trauma just like everybody else. I had parents who were drug addicts. I was sexually molested by my cousin. I was bullied in school. My adopted mother, she passed away from breast cancer, had to be on my own. I've gone through all of it just like everybody else. I'm no better than anybody else. The, the, what I did learn, though, is that I can either be in control of myself or I can allow my past to be in control of me. I can allow the failures of my parents to control me or I can control it by understanding what, what happened. And it's very simple. I don't need an explanation from them. I know that they're just a product of their environment. I know that they're, they were ignorant, which is what led to the decisions that they made. I know my cousin was ignorant as well, programmed, conditioned to do what he did. I understand that. And so instead of looking at that as I'm embarrassed or it's my fault or I'm guilty or this, I'm, I feel shame. It's like, no, wait a minute. What's the lesson? What's the opportunity in those experiences that I went through? Here's a lesson. How to be a better parent. That's what you don't do. Don't get into drugs. Don't hang around the wrong people. Better yourself. Become the person you would, you would want your kids to believe in and be inspired by. That's what I learned from my biological parents. They taught me what not to do. Don't get involved in drugs like that. What did my cousin teach me? He taught me that people are programmed to repeat the cycle of, of, of molesting people, of sexually assaulting people. That if you don't have the right father in the home, how bad that can impact a, a son or a daughter. Uh, he taught me that uh, about the way life works. That sometimes we are going to have injustices that are done against us that are outside of our control. But that's not happening because we're being punished. That's happening because that is making us stronger. That's what I learned from that. And it gave me the opportunity to truly understand what true forgiveness really is. I didn't know what forgiveness was until I learned to forgive him. That's when I truly learned what forgiveness was all about. That's an opportunity. You know? And I can keep going on and on and on. Um, but I think you guys are getting the point. So we're going to have failures in our life. That's outside of our control. And sometimes it was in our control and we still, you know, made a mistake. That's okay. It's about how we're going to respond. That matters. And this is what I always tell my clients. I don't care what happened yesterday or last week or last month. I don't care what you've been doing. I only care about what are you going to do right now and moving forward. Because this is the way our mind works. If we start to focus on what we're going to do today and moving forward, then the subconscious mind is going to follow. Your behavior will follow and the results will follow. But if you keep trying to live in the past, if you keep trying to dig it up, if you keep trying to live there and allow it to control you, what message are you sending to your subconscious mind? And what behavior will start to show up 
What results will you get when you keep doing that? That's why it doesn't make any sense. That's why we've got to look at our failures differently because when we do, our vibration goes up. The way that we feel, it goes up. And we know the better we feel, the higher our vibration is, the better we're going to be able to attract things in our life that we want. But if you're living in the past and allowing failure to control you, you're in a low vibration. You're on the not feeling good radio station, meaning you're playing music that does not feel good. What are you going to attract to yourself? More of the same. That's a choice. You heard me say that. And if you continue to do it, that's a choice that you're making. Because the only way you're going to get past that is by taking what we've talked about today and applying it and starting to live this way and practice it. You got to practice the way you want to live your life. I think that's the best. I got to put that on a shirt. You got to practice the way you want to live your life. Practice being the person you want to become. Practice feeling the emotion of how you naturally want to feel. You got to practice it. You are an actor in your life. You got to practice. Think about it. You got to practice this. You can't just create the script and then never practice it. That ain't going to work. You got to practice being this person, practice thinking this way, practice operating this way. It's a practice. You always going to be great at it? No. Can you get better at it? Yes. Can it become easier? Yes. Is it a challenge in the beginning? Absolutely. But you can get better. And that's what life is all about, getting better. You just got to practice getting better. It's really that simple. People ask me, well, how do you, how do you uh, overcome or how do you make better decisions? You practice making better decisions. That's what it is. How do you practice being, or how do you become consistent? You practice being consistent. You practice it. How do you understand more of yourself? You practice it. You study it. That's the only way. Repetition, which is what most people don't want to do. Oh, you're telling me I got to, you know, do this over and over and over again? Absolutely. That's why you are where you are today because of what you've been doing over and over and over again. All we're really talking about is you changing what you're doing over and over again to something that's going to be productive, empowering, and is going to take you to where you want to go. That's why Napoleon Hill said it best. He said it in the, in the uh, desire chapter. He says that, remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. Page 65, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Remember, no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. It's a choice, ladies and gentlemen. You can demand abundance and prosperity by learning to respond in your life with understanding or you can accept misery and poverty by reacting in your life because you're operating from a place of ignorance. That is a choice. You don't have to be ignorant. You can seek understanding. You can get it. We have access to knowledge at our fingertips today. Now, how do we understand that knowledge? We've got to study. 
We've got to exercise the principle of repetition. You cannot just read the book one time and think you got it. No, it doesn't work that way. You got to keep working it. Everything in this life works based off repetition. Everything. Nature is based off repetition. The same thing's happening over and over and over again. But we were not taught that. So we don't look at it that way. Now, unless you played sports or maybe you worked in the government, you probably understand repetition because those are the two industries that repetition is everything. Uh, probably Hollywood as well. Those are, the, those are the three industries that repetition is such a key point to people being able to do their job. And it's part of the the, the training. It, it, repetition is not involved. Nobody's going to learn anything. So you got to exercise the repetition of what we're talking about today. You got to say, you know what? I'm going to keep responding to the failures in my life by looking at the lessons and opportunities. And I'm going to make that a repetition thing. I'm going to turn that into a habit. That's what your thinking has to be to get to where you want to go. It doesn't matter. Who cares what has happened? I, I honestly believe that. It does not matter what happened. What matters is what are you doing now? What do you want to happen? And if you could just develop the attitude to think that way, I mean, you're unstoppable at that point. Because that's what all successful people have in common. They have a short-term memory. Something didn't work out, they kept moving. They don't dwell on it. All right, what, what can I try now? Well, can I do this? What can I do? And then just keep moving forward. And I think a lot of people, um, especially people who are, who, are influ who, who have a platform, they can influence a lot of people. They have a huge following. You know, I would be very encouraged um, if they were to speak more on how they responded to failures in their life. See, it's easy to go on social media and see the highlights from people. But you're not getting the full story. And I don't think you're getting the right piece of the story. The piece of the story that you need to familiarize yourself with is how they kept showing up regardless. How they used failure to push them forward. How they didn't allow failure to stop them. I was just telling you guys, um, because we had a two-week break from the podcast. Now, I could have looked at that. I didn't do anything for two weeks, by the way. No posts, no social media, nothing. Now, I could I could look at that and say, hey, man, well, according to the plan that you had, um, you failed here. But I didn't look at it that way. It gave me an opportunity to truly take a break that was needed. It gave me an opportunity to reflect on how I can do things better. There's always a lesson and opportunity when we're experiencing something we don't want to truly experience. But it's our job to look at it that way. So you can say, hey, this past year, DeVore, I didn't get anything done. I, I failed at everything. And you know what? It's given me opportunity on how I'm going to go into the next year better. You can, you can think that way. That's up to you. That is up to you. So 
what are some practical things? I think I kind of spoke on a few of them. A practical thing that you got to do to get better at responding to failure is to study it in the first place. Is to study success and to study failure. The more you understand success and failure, the better off you're going to be in how you respond. Understanding is the key to freedom. Number two, you got to practice the habit of looking at everything as an opportunity or a lesson. Don't look at everything as a failure and a mistake. What's the lesson and what's the opportunity? That's the main question you should be asking yourself. What's the lesson or opportunity here for me? That's the main question. And number three, you got to move forward regardless. You've just got to keep moving forward. You cannot stop. Whatever it is, whatever plan that you had, maybe it worked out, maybe it didn't, whatever it is, you got to get back to it and keep working your plan. Now, if you don't have a plan, okay, you need to do something about that. If you don't know what you want, you got to do something about that. Because as long as those two things are missing, you're, you're going to be all over the place. And again, I tell people all the time that knowledge is only potential power. You got to take that knowledge and organize it into a plan of action. And then you got to work that plan. You have to. That's what Napoleon Hill says. So what are you going to do? Um, I'll let you. I'll let you answer that. What are you going to do? Now I'm going to be uh, doing a training, which we're going to announce uh, tomorrow, actually, um, and I'll speak more about it tomorrow on uh, coming up with your plan for 2023. Um, I'm going to walk you through the essential steps for you discovering your purpose, setting the goal for 2023, uh, coming up with the mindset you need to have, and then getting the right action plan that you're going to need to make it happen. We're going to be doing an exclusive training on that. Uh, we'll get more into depth about it tomorrow. We'll, we'll announce it tomorrow, but this is just kind of a, uh, a preview of it. So if you're a person that's like, listen, uh, I don't have a plan. I don't know what I'm doing. I haven't made any progress and I want that to seriously change. Then you're going to want to tune in tomorrow um, and take advantage of the opportunity that's coming your way. All right, let's get into your questions about today's topic on how to overcome failures in your life. see here um, I'm gonna add you guys to the main screen from TikTok. all right there we go how can we control our emotions you control your emotions by understanding how to think for yourself you control your emotions by understanding how to react versus respond or respond versus react. You have to understand that your thoughts is what controls your feelings. So what are you thinking about? What are you focusing on? What are you choosing to believe in? Everyone has a negative voice in their head. The difference is successful people don't believe it. 
Are you believing the negative voice in your head? Because it's not you. These are simple principles that the more you understand them, the more you're going to get in control of your emotions. Uh, let's see here. How do you know if you give off a high or low vibration? How do you feel? How do you feel? How do people feel around you? Generally speaking. See, if you're relaxed and you're feeling great, people are going to know it. People are going to feel it. And you're going to feel it. You're in a low vibration because you're angry or you're frustrated. You know, you're depressed about something. People are going to know that too. And listen, don't let social media fool you because it's easy to, you know, on the camera to show that you're happy, but really you could be depressed inside, you know? Um, so, you know, that this is an awareness thing. Check it in with yourself every day. Sorry, mate. Tripod keeps falling. There you go. Uh, let's see. Wow, this really made a lot of sense to me today. I just done my failures versus, versus lessons. Thank you. You're very welcome. Absolutely. Again, I was telling you guys to get out a sheet of paper. And on the left side of the sheet of, sheet of paper, write a box. And inside that box, write the words failures and mistakes. Then in the middle of the sheet, put VS for verses. And then on the right side of that, put another box and put the words lessons and opportunities. And I want you to look at it until it clicks in your mind that, hey, what am I doing? Am I focusing on this box of thinking or am I focusing on the lessons and opportunities? Uh, let's see, Blake 47, 47, 47, are your audit calls real? Yes, they are. How can you continue to grow if you're still in the toxic environment but can't leave? I would say this. The more you practice what we talk about on this podcast, the more you're going to grow. And what better way than to practice it when you're in a toxic environment? I tell people all the time, it's easy to be positive in a positive environment. But when you are no longer in a positive environment and you're around people who are negative, can you be positive then? That's where it really matters. That's where it really matters because the toxic environment is just one of a series of things that are not going to go your way throughout our life. And how you choose to respond to them is really going to contribute to your level of success. So this is an opportunity for you to grow in your ability to stay in control of yourself. It's what we were just teaching today. But you also need to make a plan on how you can get out of that environment. Because you said that you can't leave yet. I would probably disagree. You can leave. You just probably have reasons why you can't right or that, that you won't right now. And those reasons are superseding the win. So we can always do whatever we want. There's no question about that. You know, so there's no such thing as you can't do X, Y, or Z. You can, just being honest here. But it's more about you don't want to right now. Or, or you have other things that are superseding 
you wanting to do it right now. And they may be justified, you know, I don't know what your situation may be. You may have kids, you know, you may be in a marriage. You can't just leave tomorrow. I get that. But what's your plan? What are you going to do? What are you doing? What are you doing? All right, see here. Uh, Lanier London says, how many times should I read the book? Uh, just sign up for a life. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I see. I just got your uh, confirmation. Thank you. I look forward to speaking with you today, actually. Uh, let's see here. Um, how many times should I read the book? Um, there's no limit. You should read it as many times as possible for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's really the answer. You should read the same thing over and over and over again until it becomes a part of your personality, until it becomes a habit, what you've been reading. So for example, if we go to chapter eight in Thinking or Rich by Napoleon Hill, it's titled Decision, which is the mastery of procrastination, right? I tell people to read the first two pages of this book because, for example, one of the paragraphs, it says, analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes well beyond the million dollar mark disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions quickly and of changing these decisions slowly if and when they were changed. Now, what that means is people who are successful at accumulating money, getting what they want out of life, they reach decisions very quickly. They make quick decisions and they don't go back on those decisions. They keep them. Now, people who fail to get the money that they want or get what they want in life without exception have the habit of reaching decisions, if at all, very slowly and of changing these decisions quickly and often, meaning people who are unsuccessful, they don't make decisions. They procrastinate. And if they do make a decision, they go back on it. Now, if you were to read just that one paragraph every single day, what are you doing? You are impressing this idea upon your subconscious mind. And the more you do that, your subconscious mind is going to start altering your behavior to match what you were reading. Because you're reading and you know this idea is telling you what? The idea here in this paragraph is telling you if you want to be successful at getting what you want in life, you've got to make quick decisions. And you start understanding that because you're rereading you're re this every single day. And every time you reread it, you are suggesting this idea of making quick decisions to your subconscious mind. Sooner or later, your subconscious mind is going to accept it. And you're going to start seeing yourself making quick decisions. And that means the results in your life are going to change. But that's not what people do. They try to read the entire book and wonder why they didn't get nothing out of it. It's because they did not plant the idea of what they read into their subconscious mind. The only way to do that is through repetition. So how many times do you need to read something until it becomes a permanent idea in your subconscious mind? And the only way you know that is by your behavior. Does your behavior reflect what you've been reading? Does your behavior show that you understand what you've been reading? That's when you know you can move on maybe to the next idea. But if your behavior does not show that what you've been reading, you understand it, uh, that means you should keep rereading it until you get it. K 
can you do a recap? I just joined. Yeah, the recap today is how do you overcome failure? You overcome failure by understanding what failure really is and the purpose of failure. So failure, what it really is, uh, is, is these situations that happen in our life that allows us to learn lessons on what we can do better, and it gives us opportunities on what, what to do next or what we can do better in. Um, the problem that people have is they have the wrong understanding and perception of failure. They think failure is a bad thing. No, it's not. All successful people fail. In fact, I would argue that successful people have more failures than people who are unsuccessful. I think the difference is, is that the, the successful people kept going. They didn't quit. You also have to understand that failure, uh, you got to learn how to respond and not react. Um, the reason why people react negatively to failure is because they lack un understanding. They don't understand failure. So they react. When you start to understand failure is just as important as success, you start to respond. And you look for the lessons and the opportunities in it. That's what we talked about today. And every one of us, we all have failures and we will have failures in the future. And it's on us to understand how to respond so we can keep moving forward. That th these failures in our life, they're lessons and opportunities. They teach us what not to do. They teach us what we need to do. They give us opportunities to look at things from a different point of view. Um, that's what it's all about today. And that's how you overcome failure. And it's really a choice to think this way. Right. Some people, they when they fail, they just want to live in it. They want to dwell on it. They want to get caught up in it. You don't have to do that. You do not have to do that. You do not have to allow your failures to stop you from what you want in your life. You got to be in control of you, not the other way around. Not allowing the failures to control you. Now, this is all good. And for some of you guys, you've heard of this. Over and over again. But here's the bottom line. Are you applying what I'm saying? So what I said today doesn't mean anything if you don't go out there and apply it. All right. This is how you become an educated and successful person. That is a person who gets the knowledge that they need. They organize that knowledge into a plan of action and they work that plan of action towards a clearly defined goal and they keep going. And that's how they get what they want in life. So the knowledge is one piece of it. This is great. It was a good show today, but you've got to apply what we're saying today. You've got to, you've got to implement this in your personality and the way that you live your life. You've got to practice is the key word. Practicing responding to your failures is going to contribute to your success. You've got to practice it. And you practice it like you're a professional athlete. You practice it like you're an actor or actress. You practice and the more you practice, the better you're going to get at doing this. There's no shortcuts. Everybody's always looking for a shortcut. They're not going to find any. If there is a shortcut, it's in you sticking to the fundamentals in life and understanding that uh, what you put in is what you're going to get out. So that's why people who take this stuff very seriously and apply what we're saying, they're the one that they are the people that get the results. The people who just gather more information and, you know, 
They want to read the next book without mastering the first book they were reading. You know, doesn't mean you're not going to be able to read multiple books, by the way. My point to you is that if you're dealing with a particular issue you want to fix, just keep rereading the solution until it becomes a part of you. All right, guys, that's what we talked about today. That's what today was all about. So let me wrap this up. How do you overcome failure in your life? It's based on your level of understanding. You got to understand that failure is just as important as success. And when you treat them the same, failure will stop being in control of you and you will be in control of you. I told you that failure is a place for lessons and opportunities. So look for the lesson in your failures. Look for the opportunity in your failures. That's how so many businesses were started. They were started because there was a failure and then opportunity was there to figure the solution out so the failure doesn't repeat and it turned into a business, a product, a service. You start looking at things from that point of view, failure is not going to stop you. That's what we talked about today. All right, guys, this is Devore Darkens Live. Uh, you can go back and rewatch this on the YouTube channel. And you can listen to this on Spotify, Google, Apple, or Amazon podcast. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. And I look forward to catching up with you guys tomorrow. Bye, everyone.